dead than all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff, with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hiya, folks. Old man Grognard here. Happy Tuesday. Hope you're all doing well. We have a kind of a murky day out here. We're going to be going through some rain and stuff. It is spring, coming on to spring. And we're staying indoors because of COVID. You know how that goes. In fact, the Monday game got canceled this week because of that. As people are even afraid to get, even afraid of being in smaller groups, you know. So, you know, there's that. But what are you going to do, you know? I want to talk a little about an organizational thing about GMs. And I, it's mostly to keep, it's mostly to try and keep your sanity when you're trying to run a run a group or do two or three things. And I'll talk about that after this. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Now, right now, I've got going in my gaming life at least three games. And I'm prepping for the Monday game when it happens, like I did this week, which which is on, I guess, hiatus for another week. Which is okay, as I get more prep time then for that. But I've got the Monday game. I've also got two games I'm trying to set up for North Texas RPG Con, assuming it's still going to happen because of the pandemic and all that. Uh, but that's like nine, nine, ten weeks away. So I'm still prepping for that. And so I've got the Monday game and two games for the con. Could be worse. So, and... Because, you know, things happen. So the Monday game is Savage Worlds. The two convention games are Savage Worlds and Gangbusters. Gangbusters, I run every year. It's a given. At least every year we know. Except last year, which uh, I end up running Mutant Future just to be different, just to something different. But I ended up running a Gangbusters game in addition to that anyway. So I'm going to make it a Gangbusters game every year. Which is which is okay, but I also want to try Savage Worlds this year, Savage Ducktales, and I got to write up the stuff on that. I'm doing the Savage Worlds Lagoon on Monday, and here's the here's the point I want to get to. Don't spread yourself too thin, system wise. I mean, I kept uh, this year that I've still got that New Year's resolution going of not running any fantasy for a year, and so like I said, I'm sticking to Savage Worlds and. I'm going to stick to Savage Worlds and Gangbusters. And I'm not only doing that to keep away from fantasy, but I'm also doing that to keep my sanity. Because I tend to like a lot of rule systems out there. And I have, I own a lot of rule systems and stuff I don't get to play. And it's like I'm chomping at the bit to play them. And there's some things I have played and I want to play again. I want to run again. But I can't do that. Because I don't have one enough people and enough groups 
And what I mean by enough groups is I have a Thursday group, which is not run by me. I play in it. And the Monday group, which is run by me and Carlos. And I'm running right now because Carlos has to finish up his Astonishing Swordsman campaign, but he can't do it without Gage, blah, 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 blah. So I'm sort of a fill-in GM right now. But I've run campaigns before with that group, and I have a good time. They have a good time. But I really don't want to be the rule system of the week. So, because that's not fair to them. It's not fair to me because it'll, it'll just like, you know, I'm, like I said, I'm spreading myself too thin then. So, and I pretty much know what this group wants. You got to know what your group wants. In fact, I learned something last time we played. I played Savage Worlds of the Goon, which is really, really close to gangbusters because you're dealing with, you know, you're dealing with the, this, this, the town with the depression and all this other stuff. So it's like 30s to 50s. And you've got the, you know, you got mob families and dealing with that and super, but you got supernatural stuff too and magic and weird science and all this other stuff. It's kind of a potpourri. And one of the players at the end of the session said, I like this better in Savage Worlds. Why? Because I can do magic. Okay, I got it. He wants a he wants a game where he can do magic because he likes the supernatural. Well, that's okay, that's okay. I knew beforehand he was really into the D and D class of level type stuff, and who isn't? Because he likes to he likes the supernatural aspect, strange spells, stranger creatures, that kind of thing. And this way, you can get it in a somewhat modern prohibition style game. So, okay, thank you. I know that now. I'm doing good here. So, I'm not I'm going to lay off the gangbusters and do more savage worlds, whatever world that is. And whatever setting I do for gangbusters, I'm going to try and make sure it has some kind of supernatural element. Or maybe I can do a sci-fi thing where it's alien powers and, you know, gadgets and things like that. I'd have to run that by him. But he is pretty much he likes he likes doing the spells. So, so, you know, like I said, you should listen to your players anyway, but I'm going to stick with Savage Worlds and Gangbusters on the side. That way I only have two systems I can deal with. My main one's going to be Savage Worlds because I'm writing all this stuff up and the more I write stuff up, the more I learn about the system, the more I learn about the system, the better I can run it. That's the, that's the thing. This is another thing that prep does for you. When you prep, you learn. So it just makes you a better game master all around. And so we're just going to keep going with this until Carlos finishes his Astonishing Swordsman. There's another game, Astonishing Swordsman. I ran that. I'd like to run it again. But I'm not going to throw it at the players. I mean, they'd fall. It would be like, you know, falling off a log. It'd be real easy for them because it's basically AD&D first edition. And they know a, they know Dungeons and Dragons. So, it was easier for them when I ran it. It was easier for them when Carlos runs it. So that's another, but I'm going to stay away from that because one, it's fantasy and I'm not doing fan. I'm running fantasy this year. And two, it's not savage worlds. <laughs> so that's, that's all, that's all I can say. It's just, I'm, I'm, I'm still taking that break, but, and if I added a third rule system, I think that would be a little bit too much for me on my plate. So as a game master, I advise you to try and restrict your GMing to like one system 
one main system. I'm not saying you don't have, you can't run other systems, but one, two at the most. Because God forbid, if I was running champions alongside this stuff, I, I would, you know, they put me in a padded cell. I would, it would, because it's just too much, too much for me. I mean, I know, yes, I am old, but at the same time, you know, that'd do it to a much younger man too. So I would advise you to find the system you really like and the group really likes and stick with that using the other systems as kind of like one shots or side plots or side games or something like that. It, it, you know, that's, you know, find what you're, find the one you're really good at and find the one that everybody enjoys. I mean, I've got several of them that I can run that everybody enjoys, but at the same time, I want to concentrate on this, what I'm doing right now. My, my wife says, so you can't multitask. Yes, I can multitask. I choose not to just for the sake of saying there are certain things you can multi to me in the life there are certain things you can multitask and certain things you should really devote all your attention to and this is one of them so that's my advice to you find a system you really love and the group likes and just prep the hell out of it and run the hell out of it and it'll 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 be great it'll absolutely be great all right i'm going to go start my day so if you want to talk to me about this or anything else, oldmangrognar at gmail.com or drop me a voicemail on Anchor. We're monetized, so as little as 99 cents a month, you too can help support this program, and I would thank you. And thank you for my supporters, Jonathan Dorje, Wendell Jessen, Oliver Shriek, Gilbert Soros, Juan, uh, Juan Carlos Llewellyn, Daniel Reynolds, Dan Greg, Benjamin Brodell, John Allen, the big John Allen Large, and we've got a new supporter this time, Jason M. Connerly. Thank you very much, all of you, especially you, Jason. Thanks for coming aboard. Welcome. Hope you'll enjoy the shows in the, in the coming days, months, years, however long I'm doing it. And don't forget, there's also good podcasts out there like Dan Gregg's The Young, Y-U-N-G Grognard Podcast 2 on Anchor, which is Mark C. Walring's The Yawning Albear, and Big John Allen Large's The Red Dice Diaries. So, until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air. Mm-hmm.